And we are recording with Dr. Kim Biss, not Bliss, Biss. I, I had it right the first time, and then I changed it in my phone to Bliss, and you were like, no, indeed, you are an idiot. You didn't say that. You were very sweet. <laughs> but for everybody listening, episode 1022 on Sunday, December 11th, 2022 at 4.13 p.m. Eastern time, 4.14 p.m. Eastern time. Dr. Biss, please introduce yourself. So I am Kimberly Biss, and before I go into all that, I would just like to make a disclosure that anything I discuss today is my personal view, and I'm not representing any medical practice, hospital system, et cetera, et cetera. Absolutely. And the other disclosure I have to make is I am a Jersey girl, so sometimes I drop the F-bomb, so I'm apologizing in advance. (laughs) That is uh, a woman after my fucking heart. That's Thank you. I always have to rain. I feel like rain it. It's like it's almost like going to a new country. Not that I've ever been to a new country, but I imagine that if I were a businessman in a new country, there's probably something along the lines of uh, you take the lead of like your host and like, is it okay to drink? Is it okay to whatever? And I always do that on this show. When it's a new guest, I'm like, I'm like, keep it PG. No f bombs. No talking about Kennedy getting his head blown off. Like keep it, keep it low. And then as the guest starts to sort of show me who they are, they are. I'm like, okay, I can do this. I can do this. I can't do that. So that's wonderful. That's good. Yeah. So I am an OBGYN. I uh, went to college up in Massachusetts, and I stayed in Massachusetts. I went to medical school at Tufts uh, University in Boston. I didn't match uh, for residency in obstetrics and gynecology the year I applied because there were 25% of us didn't match. There were too many applicants for spots in the country. So I decided to do a year of general surgery. So I made a pit stop in Atlanta at Emory. And then I reapplied and I got into an obstetrics and gynecology program here in St. Petersburg, Florida. And I've been here ever since. So I graduated from residency in 1998. Um, So I've been doing this for a while. I applied to medical school in Boston College and I, I think I got a secondary application which they all give you because they can just charge you 80 bucks for it. But I didn't get an interview and I wanted to go there so badly and I didn't even get close. I got, I got in in Miami. So I really couldn't have gotten in much farther from, from Boston, but jokes on them. I ended up moving to New England as my own boss. So that's you get Boston. <laughs> <laughs> jokes on you. It took me 10 years and unimaginable horror. Um, But I guess to kind of, just go on that today uh you came highly recommended from from dr mccullough and um yeah it's i guess as a point of like nucleation a point to start from i think it was last week or the week before the fda actually used a team of government lawyers to argue the semantics of their statements that they never actually gave professional recommendation that you shouldn't take ivermectin it was a but that's how you know it's all horseshit, right? Is that they're coming because there is something hilarious about the the gaslighting institutions are trying to do, which they've always been able to get away with, but the internet's forever. So when they say, you know, we've not we no one ever said you had to get the vaccine. There's nineteen thousand archived articles of no, you you did. Like the tweet's still there. 
What, what was the tweet? You're not a cow. You're not a horse. Don't take ivermectin. Just stop it. And they're now arguing that that was uh, that was like slang or unprofessional. Which I mean, I, I I respect the, I respect their ability to to worm out of it. I mean, purely from like a a tactical viewpoint, you know, I, I respect their ability to to worm out of it. But I mean, they really are demons from hell. And I guess I should clarify that I speak for myself and and not for you, obviously. Right. No, I mean, it's ridiculous. I mean, you know, everybody's going to have proof with pictures and still frames of what was on social media, the news, et cetera. It's just incredible. But, it, it, you know, it's not only the FDA. I mean, it's, you know, businesses, my company threatened to make vaccination mandatory. Um, thank God they didn't. But they also scared a lot of the employees into getting vaccinated. You know, you have a single mom that works, lives check to check. And she's told if she gets sick with COVID and she's vaccinated, her sick time is paid. But if she's not vaccinated, then it comes out of her paid time off or she doesn't get paid at all. And I still don't know how that's legal because you're paying somebody according to their health status. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I don't know. A lot of companies did that. But, you know, a lot of our employed people. I mean, for example, my office manager is married to a chiropractor and chiropractors traditionally do not vaccinate their children, um, probably because they see a lot of vaccine injured kids. And she has three girls that got no vaccinations as, as children. They did end up getting vaccinated in order to go to college with, you know, meningitis vaccine, but none of the other traditional childhood vaccines. And our chief medical officer of our company started sending out these COVID stories, which were like the God awfulest of the stories that were scaring people into getting these vaccines. My fricking office manager and her chiropractor husband go out and get the Pfizer from these stories. I'm like, I screamed at her. I'm like, why? (laughs) I watch these podcasts every day. You know what I, you know, I mean, it was, it's just sick. And I don't know if our company got any, you know, of this HHS money that, you know, Dr. McCullough and other are looking into, um, you know, billions were sent from the HHS to not only our medical societies, but, you know, the sports um, uh, industries, like I'm sure the uh, National Football League, uh, you know, the, when we played, when Tampa Bay played last year, a year, well, 2021, a lot of people that worked at hospitals in my area, as long as you were jabbed, you got to go to the uh, Super Bowl for free. So I'm sure that came out of some of that HHS money because, I mean, that's like a Super Bowl ticket is not a cheap item. I mean, at a certain point, it's got to, I mean, I. I'm gonna close my my blinds because yeah, it's, you're good. Um, it's getting rid of my. Like you can keep talking and listening. Yeah, I mean, like I always have to be hesitant of like not going down every conspiracy because they are very tempting. They're all seductive, and as I've said before, you can't just swan dive down this conspiracy rabbit hole. You've kind of got to rappel down slowly. There's a lot of bullshit. There's a lot of stuff that's just patently false, provably untrue that you can look up and is there to discredit you. If not, it's just been posted by, you know, some unhinged schizophrenic with a 4chan account. So, like, 
I get the hesitancy to go down all of these and and it has to exist. But I mean there is you have to start to get the like hair on your neck when it's here's a free donut. Here's a you know you won't get fu- I didn't know that. You go to the Super Bowl for fr- I mean it's at a certain point it's almost like it it sounds callous and and dark. But at a certain point, you're almost like you get what you deserve. And that's I don't want to see anything bad to come to because literally with the exception of like three people, everyone I know and love in my life who I would die for tomorrow. Not just like loose associates. I mean, but like truly the closest people to me in my life have all been jabbed. Like I don't I obviously don't want to see anything bad to come to anyone. But. At a certain point, it's almost like what. What the fuck did you expect? Like, if you get shit faced the night before an exam and then you do poorly, like, I don't want to see you fail and have to retake the class, but like, you don't get blackout drunk the night before a genetics exam. Why would you? And if someone fails, it's like, I don't want to see you fail, but like, what are you, what are you doing? And, I don't know. They just the, the coordinated effort to get these into any everyone, and everyone's like, "No, you're good." And everyone's like, "Well, they they just care about your health and safety." Never once has the U.S. government ever given a shit about your health and safety. In fact, it's it's been it's provably shown to be the opposite. I mean, the last time they quote unquote cared was was prohibition. And we like violently revolted against that, right? I mean, Al Capone rose to power. Mm-hmm. They have never cared about it. Well, maybe I am wrong. I mean, I'm open to that. I might be wrong. I might truly just be seeing connections that don't exist. I'm seeing constellations in the stars when, in fact, the stars are just, they exist. And it depends on the angle you're looking at that you see a gladiator or something. But there is still something deeply troubling to me about the extent they the extent they went to to get everyone to have these maybe it might it might just be corruption like it really might just be the FDA the WHO the CDC have all been captured and legislators are you know they're it's a revolving door and they're they're signing bills that say you have to get these and then they're getting, you know, dark money donations to their camp. Like I'm, I'm open to that. I don't, that's probably the most simple answer. Why would, why would Twitter or YouTube go along with this? And it's because they're paid to like, all right. Yeah. That's not a surprise. They're all power hungry or they're all money hungry demons. It's so am I like, I, I get it, but I don't know what, what, what what do you what do you think? And again, I know you're not you're not speaking for any institution or anything you work for, but was is this really just a a phenomenon of unchecked unchecked corruption at a perfect storm when there's a big tech oligarchy that is now already just with Elon taking over Twitter, that oligarchy is already a thing of the past. That that total top-down control is of the past one of them's been taken over now by a quote-unquote good guy is was that just a perfect storm yeah there's a lot to unpackage there i i first of all um 
you know, there's a reason why they decided to vaccinate the first responders first. And it wasn't because they gave two shits about the first responders. You know, I used to be very involved with our hospital foundation and the foundation people always said, nobody in the general public is going to donate money to your hospital until the doctors donate money. When the general public saw that doctors and nurses and EMTs and police and everybody else got their shots first, well, then they're like, sure, I'm going to get my shot because why would my doctor get a shot if it's, you know, so that was intentional. It had to be organized way ahead of time too. I mean, I, you know, not to sound like a conspiracy theorist, but my God, to have every country on board, all the news agencies saying the same shit, you know, getting this mass produced, you know, like somebody just flipped a freaking switch. It's you impressive. Know? Yeah. And we're not that organized as a globe. I mean, come on. <laughs> it's this is and this. I'm sure this will be taken out of context, but like. Yeah, like the Holocaust took coordination that didn't just happen. I always use that analogy. The first li- camp to be liberated was Ordruf, O-H-R-D-R-U-F, I think. And that had to have been horrifying in its own right. And then when you find out that there's another one that kind of looks like it, and then a third, and some of them are even bigger, and you start to see the railroad lines, and then you start to see like the IBM machines, the Hollerith machines, and you start to see the documents, and you go, oh, my God. This was, this is coordinated. Not to compare the two, because I know that's that's obviously a, a, an insult to the survivors and the victims of the Holocaust. But like, nothing happens that easily. It just rolled out simultaneous, and like, I don't know what it is. That's the other thing. It's like I don't know what it is. I don't know if this is just a money grab. Was this just? the introduction of were they really hoping for vaccine passports were they hoping that society would never go back to normal you know i think there could be an argument for that is the lockdowns weren't supposed to end i mean the emergency patriot act is still renewed every year it's been 21 years since 9-11 it could have been that part of me thinks it like failed whatever it is and we won't know we just won't know. We won't know for decades until things are declassified about this. But part of me thinks that whatever it was, on the wild end, you have depopulation. On the less wild end, on the easiest end, you have just an actual pandemic that then they just took advantage of to print money. Somewhere in between is probably the truth. I don't know if it's if it's guiding human evolution. Is this a form of of eugenics? Is this a form of mass R&D? Let's see how the mRNA shot works. We're entering a new age of medicine. Let's inject everyone of every race and every sex of every age from every continent. Right. I mean, we know there are differences in people. I had a Korean friend in college, and he would always tell me, like, I don't have the same alcohol dehydrogenase enzymes as you. That's why I vomit after one beer, right? We know that there's, like, isn't sickle cell anemia, like, primarily in black people? Like, there's obviously wild differences. Surprise, Thomas Patrick Kerrigan from New Hampshire. I get sunburned. That may be a surprise to some of you, but my (laughs) fluorescent skin doesn't do well in the sun. Are you Irish? 
or Scotch? I'm Irish. Like I'm like 99.9% Irish and then like one tenth of a percent uh, like Abenaki Native American, which is kind of hilarious. Um, but then obviously everything we're saying is just, you know, speculation. But I guess the point I'm trying to get at is, is I don't think this was all organic. It just seems too coordinated. N- nothing responds this in this clean and polished of a manner. I mean, corporations can't even do it this clean, let alone the government. But I also think something failed along the way. And I don't know. I don't know what. Like the bank. Well, I think, I think, you know, not to interrupt, but I think oh, that did. they didn't count on not that they wouldn't be able to dumb the whole population down. And there's still those of us that can critically think, um, you know, a lot of us are awake worldwide now um, to a lot of things. And, you know, I don't know exactly when I was red pilled. I think I was actually starting to get red pilled even before COVID with regards to medicine in general. But I will tell you, um, you know, prior to COVID, I mean, I was never what you would consider anti-vaccine. I mean, my kids got all their shots. Um, I wasn't routine about it, but I, I pretty much almost every year would get a flu vaccine, as would my husband. But, you know, the way they were going to so quickly roll out this mRNA new technology just really scared me. And I uh, vowed right from the beginning that I wasn't going to get it because um, I was newly in my journey. I'm only three years into my breast cancer journey, and I didn't want to inject an experiment in my body and then you know, fortunately I got COVID in January of 2021 when my husband got it, I probably had the Delta strain and that's when everybody was starting to get jabbed and I'm still a believer in, you know, natural Natural immunity. immunity. (laughs) So why am I going to get jabbed for something I just had? And I checked my antibodies 10 months later, I still had antibodies and you know what? I haven't been sick since and everybody I know that's been jabbed has been sick with some sort of respiratory something something. There's an ultrasonographer in our company that's had COVID four times. She just got her fifth booster because you know they work. I mean, it's ridiculous, you know. Yeah, I would say I really started to kind of question everything probably around like 2017. I think up until then I was pretty much still a victim of left right they're gonna save it they're gonna save it and then like you finally start to realize you're like oh there's something much deeper going on here um but i remember for me like i didn't even i didn't i didn't give a shit about covid like i just it was it's kind of bad but like 2020 was like the i started the podcast uh three years ago tomorrow 2020 was great because i was new to the podcast had no idea what i was doing had zero credibility didn't have a studio, had a MacBook in a big room above my parents' garage that echoed. Just looked like a total fucking idiot. But everyone was locked at home and had nothing to do. So I was getting guests that I had no business of talking to, that I haven't talked to since because they are too esteemed and or so high-ranked in whatever they're doing. Um, but I remember... Um, I remember just seeing... 
I didn't I didn't think twice about the vaccine. I just remember thinking like, yeah, like I'm 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 probably gonna get it. Like whatever. I just remember seeing an article in like late July or like early August about like warp speed. And it might have been Fauci. It might have been someone and they said like um you can still contract uh COVID after getting this and you can still pass it along. And I just remember seeing that and was just like oh well then i'm not gonna get it and it wasn't some like there's my reasoning for why i'm not gonna get it It was just like oh that's like one less thing i have to do i'm just not gonna go i'm not gonna get in my car and go do it i I can play video games like it's just one less thing i have to do like i would rather sit on the couch and that's all it was and like the next thing that happened though was when people would ask me why I'm not going to get it, I'd be like, I think it doesn't even, I'd just pull up the article and I'd be like, it, yeah, I think like this CDC official said it doesn't even work. So I'm probably not, I just thought no one had heard it. And I was like, and like the, the primal response, like when the doctor hits your knee with the rubber thing and it, it like kicks up and you're like, oh, that's interesting. The like frothing at the mouth everyone I knew either at work or like the instant flagging on social media, which I had never experienced before. And I'm someone that like I was born in 1990. I grew up with social media. You could say anything. I mean, literally just say anything. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And half because the Irish Catholic and just being arrogant and doing the opposite of what I'm told for the sake of doing the opposite. But I was also like, well, this is kind of, odd and i would try to talk to people about it and they'd be like oh shut up just get it and i'd be like oh, this is kind of you know and like at that time i had interviewed gerald posner who wrote the book pharma this massive book about the sackler uh, family and whoever else was involved in the production of oxycontin mm-hmm. and like how they like shut down trials how they paid off doctors and when they couldn't pay them off they'd conveniently give them discounts to timeshares and they conveniently have like doctor memberships at Mercedes dealers, which meant you got 90% off your car and no fine, like no interest on your fine. And I was like, well, I was like, there's just proof that this happened. And this isn't some, this isn't the lucky strikes in the fifties. This isn't thalidomide from the sixties. This isn't the food pyramid and, and the sugar lobbying industry in the seventies and eighties. This is like right in the rearview mirror. And I was like, guys, this has like just happened. They might be happening again. Again, as someone with like no interest in COVID, I don't care. It, it like pulled me into it when I would bring it up. And there was just this almost like religious response of like, shut the fuck up, you anti-vet. And then despite the fact that I was 30 and living above my parents' garage and working at a liquor store, I would then get all high and mighty and be like, I have a bio. Like I got into medical school. Like I, I do still read this shit. Like this isn't. And that's just kind of what like led me down this path was like, I never once cared. I never once, it was just people saying shut up and like screeching and kind of like tormenting your younger sibling. I was like, I'm not, I'm not going to stop. Like, and then I got like strikes from YouTube and I was like, well, I now I know what I'm talking about next week. I don't know. Maybe I've just pigeonholed myself as that now, but like, I don't know the whole thing's eerie sorry i know i'm uh no did you you brought up sackler did you watch did you see dope sick 
No, I've heard of it. I never watched it. It's actually, it's awesome. And it couldn't have come out at a better time because it came out during this whole, you know, vaccine rollout. But so the Sackler, I was, the whole time I'm watching it, I couldn't figure out where I had heard the Sackler name prior. And the very last episode of this series when, you know, they got destroyed in court, all these buildings around the world that, you know, Sackler had put their name on like the Louvre and stuff like that. They were taking their name off of their buildings because, you know, now the family's disgraced. So they show this kid standing in front of a building that says Sackler Hall above him. And he said, you know, my brother um, got hooked on oxycontin and he's dead now and i want this name taken off this building that was my lecture hall at tufts medical school oh, holy shit oh wow i was in every day oh my god but that's <laughs> and a I was perfect like, example oh, that's where i remember that name from <laughs> but that's a perfect example yeah is yeah and then and then years oh. later when they quote unquote you know and they being sarcastic find out it is addictive well i mean what a coincidence they had been uh researching and developing suboxone this whole time yeah on the off chance that oxycontin was addictive which they argued in court they never knew but on the off chance it was this bleeding heart multinational corporation decided to just produce oxycontin just in case just in case so like that's kind of what really pushed me down this. And then like even Otter is like like we've seen in our lifetimes like the lying to get us into Iraq and the corporations that benefited from it, most notably Halliburton and Kellogg Brown and Root KBR reconstruction contracts from former Vice President Dick Cheney. And then the oil depletion allowance and uh, all the oil companies that George H.W. Bush worked for when he was, you know, before he was the director of the CIA, when he was VP for Reagan, and then his son rises to power in a contested 2000 election of the hanging chads. And I'm like, we've seen this in our, this isn't even some... 200 years ago and there's like a grainy footage of some i don't know union soldier and it's like well that's bullshit like this has happened in our life like we were in middle school when this happened and we have and it's become like a common trope since then that it was wrong before we even withdrew everyone knew it was a lie it only took a couple years but then this happens and like the gloss just covers the eyes safe and effective trust the science and like i don't know at a certain point you're like what am i even like fighting for like what what do i even care then if the very people you're trying to like help and you're like I, guys I, I i think this might be you know there's going to be no i told you so in 10 years when we find out they knew it was dangerous because I told you so doesn't undo the damage to your heart tissue. And it's just people yeah. telling you to shut up. And you're like, what? Why am I even trying? Why don't I just go along my marriage? Like, 
why like why shouldn't you be the last doctor I ever interview and just say like I'm finished with it. Fuck off. Go find one of the hundred episodes. I'm done. Like all of you are assholes. I wish you the best. I hope your heart doesn't explode. <laughs> like, but am am I insane? Am I have am I giving into the the black pill? Yeah, I think more people are uh, becoming more receptive now. I I've noticed a big, you know, I see in my job, I see women annually, and I'm seeing a lot of them this year are a lot more open to discussion about, you know, COVID vaccination. And a lot of them are, you know, they're just, I'm not going to get any more shots because they're, they're all seeing how multiple family members, even themselves included, got these vaccines and they ended up getting COVID anyway. Or they now, everybody you talk to now by this point is going to know somebody that was vaccine injured. You know, I mean, it's, there's very few, I, I don't even talk to my patients that come in with two masks on because I know I'm just wasting my time. And they're still doing that now, <laughs> even though I'm in Florida and like the masks went away a long time ago, you know, they're just, and it's sad for them because I think at this point, it's just, you know, it is a form of like, um, I don't want to really say mental illness, but no, not illness, but, you know, people that are in cults, you know, they have to be deprogrammed. Yeah. You know, that's where these people are coming from because the, the media and, you know, everybody else that was involved was very good at scaring a lot of people. And, you know, but I, I've always been very open about my feelings and I've always, you know, I can feel my patients out and know who I can talk to and who I can. I've had a few people call and complain about me <laughs> and said, well, she obviously voted for Trump, which I find like hysterical. Yes, I did vote for Trump, but, you know, it's the Democrats that enforce most of the bullshit. I mean, it wasn't Trump. It's not like Trump made this shit in his basement you know, but, and the other thing too, and I don't know if you've ever had, I I've not seen him on any of your podcasts, but Dr. Alexander, he was on, um, Dr. Paul Alexander. Yes. Yeah. He, he feels that, you know, Trump was just so misled, you know, because you had Fauci, you had Burks and I always thought Fauci led the charge, but it was actually Deborah Burks. And, you know, again, like you brought up, Iraq and you know how all the it was just all bullshit to get into that war but it's like here she is traveling around promoting her fucking book about how oh I knew masks would never work and I knew the six foot rule was bullshit and you know I knew the vaccines weren't going to be our way out of this but you know I wore a different scar scarf every day <laughs> you know isn't that awesome and she's like, how is she not in prison? I mean, she's fully admitting that all these things she said was ridiculous. But look at what it did. I mean, businesses closed down, mom and pop businesses that are gone forever. You know, people who lost their jobs because they refused to take a vaccine. I mean, you know. There's so much aftermath from the lockdowns, which there's so much evidence now that they're not working. Mean, look at China. Every time somebody sneezes, they lock the whole freaking country down. How many times have they had COVID go through their country? 
I mean, the shit doesn't work, and yet she's still roaming around free. I mean, I don't get it. Nobody, nobody is, and I know you've brought this up before in, in some of your podcasts, but nobody, I nobody's paying the price. You know, Fauci was grilled, I don't know, last week, the week prior, and he just, he couldn't remember anything for seven hours. I mean, are you fucking serious? Could you yeah. imagine if you or I were grilled in any court or anywhere and we just kept saying, oh, I don't remember? I mean, that's not going to fly. Yeah, I mean, if anything, it's I I try not to give into the black pill because there's nothing good that comes. I, I think nihilism is just I think it's just above all else. It's just retarded. There's why would I openly embrace a, a belief system that made me miserable? That just doesn't just kind of seems counterintuitive. Um, but I always have to remember that I, I, I could be wrong. I'm, I'm not a genius with all the answers. Uh, I think if people want to get vaccinated, they should. I'm also for people doing heroin. And I don't mean, and I'm really not trying to be funny when I say that. I know people that have been addicted to heroin. It's terrible. I am a hundred percent just for free will. I just, you want to chop your genitals off, change sex, dye your hair green, marry a frog and live on your own property and grow weed and own a machine gun and, and, and pray to Santa Claus. Like, are you leaving me alone? Yeah. Go for it. I don't, I, I just don't care above all else. I just, I truly don't care. I think you should, I think you and I are on this rock floating through space together. You do you, I'll do me, you know, mm-hmm. live and let, I truly do believe that. So I don't, I, I'm, you know, I feel terrible for the people who, uh, succumb to those drugs but i also think if you want to go for it go wild i just don't care um so i'll always be for people doing whatever they want and i'll never tell someone they shouldn't but i do feel some obligation that when every part of my rational brain is piecing together history and talking to other doctors and professionals and it seems like something's going on i have to say something but after two years of saying something, I think the people that wanted to listen have listened. The people that didn't want to, didn't want to. And there could be a lot of people who, if I sat down with, they might be like, no, I see everything you're saying. I've read the same book about pharma. I know Pfizer's doing this, and I got the shot to keep my jab, and I rolled the dice, and I didn't get myocarditis. Yeah, it's a bunch of demons from hell running the world. What did you think? They might be smarter than me. I might be like, what What am I doing? They're like, yeah, dude, just go to the bar and get, what, what do you care? They might be smarter than just being like, yeah, fuck it. Demons run the world. What did you think? It's the military industrial complex and the intelligence agencies. I'm just enjoying my couple of years here on Earth before nuclear Armageddon. And I might go, you know what? And here I am pestering you every day being like, no, it's a program. It's Operation Lockstep. They're going, I know it is. I know the CIA got us into Vietnam. Like it, it's, I, I know. Can you shut up? I'm trying to play fantasy football. I might be the asshole ruining the vibe. So that's kind of like where I'm getting to now is like the episodes I do about COVID now are for like my own personal interests and less of like trying to inform others. Cause I realized the people that want to know, know the people that don't want to know, don't know. And there are a lot of people who probably know and just go, yeah, it sucks. And they probably feel as helpless as I do looking back at 2003 Iraq. We can't undo it. And maybe I'm the idiot for obsessing over it so much. Maybe I should just get a puppy and go like find a local ice cream shop or something. Like it, there might be a deeper philosophy in this. Like, what am I doing? 
I'm, I think I'm Paul Revere. And the reality is, is I'm just ruining everyone's Saturday morning, ringing a bell. They're like, will you fuck off or sleeping? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I, well, I think I, I get with, you know, you be you, I'll be me. But the problem is there was so much suppression of information. I've yeah. never, I've never seen this in all my years of practice where it was one way or the highway to treat a condition. I mean, that is not medicine. I mean, there's, you know, like you brought up, we're not all the same genetically. I mean, there's, you know, we have algorithms for everything we treat, but sometimes patients don't play by the rules and you have to individualize care. And there's many ways to skin a cat in some situations. And this, this just was awful that it was, you know, the Fauci way or no way everybody else was being suppressed in one way or another, you know, look what they're trying to do to Dr. McCullough with, you know, stripping him of his credentials when he's been speaking truth. And, oh my God, every time the guy talks, he's rattling off these papers and the authors of the papers. I mean, they're just all stuck in his brain. I mean, he comes with the receipts. He's not just up there talking smack. And I just feel like you can't be you if you don't have all the information and you're making these decisions based on fear, based on what CNN's telling you to do. Of course, now today they'll say, oh, we never said we said that, you know, Um, it's awful. It's really awful. So I feel as a physician, you know, that I still have to try to educate my patients and I, I'm, I can sleep at night because I, I've never told one patient to get this. I mean, I could not believe they wanted us to inject pregnant women. I'm like, what? (laughs) Pregnant. And I even talked to a perinatologist about this, whose office is next door to mine, because in I want to say it was in April of 2021. It was the New England Journal of Medicine came out with an article and it was based on the V-Safe data, which was a program where patients could you know, it was an app on their phone and they would report any reactions to the vaccines, whatever. And we all know they never intentionally tested pregnant women, but some of the women in the trials ended up getting pregnant. So they had a cohort of like 846 people, which isn't huge. Um, but they they said at the end of the paper that the miscarriage rate was 15%, which is pretty much what the normal rate is and I even went back and looked in my obstetric textbook because you know how they're saying all this stuff now they're just changing we're supposed to believe it to be true and that was actually back in the early 90s that was the reported miscarriage rate was about 10 to 15 percent although clinically I've never seen it that high until the last year Um, but anyway I was like they, they didn't use the right denominator because they used the whole cohort as the denominator to come up with their statistic. And somebody who has a miscarriage, that's a loss prior to 20 weeks, usually in the first trimester. If you have a pregnancy loss after 20 weeks or a demise, that's, that's a stillborn. So when they actually, when people who read the, the paper and could read it critically use the right denominator, the miscarriage rate was 80%. 
Jesus. 80%. And I brought that up to the perinatologist and he just said, like real flippantly, well, oh, well, you know, I got the shot. I'm still alive, whatever. And I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> like you're a high risk OB doctor. That's not the reaction I was expecting from you, you know? And I haven't seen an 80% miscarriage rate, but definitely have seen an increase and a decrease in the infertility for sure. So there has been an effect. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that's probably the point that brings me back to doing these episodes is like, you can't all do me and you do you. You can't do that when someone's keeping the information from you. And two, it's hard to do that when you go, I'll do me and I'll do you. And the other person's going, no, we'll both do me. And you're like, well, that's what the fuck. <laughs> like, so there's also kind of an importance to, I guess, let people know they're not alone. Right. If you think you're alone and everyone's doing it, you might give into it. We're all subject to peer pressure and social ostracization. I mean, that's just kind of encoded into us. It's important to, you know, be accepted by the village so you don't get eaten by a tiger. Like I get it. But yeah, I mean, there are people that, you know, if you're working all day and you're raising little kids and running around doing this, that, and the other thing, and you only have five minutes a day to even look at the news and everything has been scrubbed clean from any opposing information, how the hell are you going to know that, like, Dr. McCullough is citing a report that's been banned and he's on some, you know, alternative, you know, he's on Rumble like I am. You're not going to know that. And I guess there is, like, a moral responsibility especially that i do a podcast i have all the time in the world to do this i am seeing this and i know th something's up i maybe don't know what's going on but i know that something's up and i've kind of created connections with all these doctors and i've built somewhat of a platform yeah i may i probably wouldn't sleep too well if i didn't do something that that's what i always come back to is like I'll get just angry and I'll be like, why am I doing this? And then I'm like, there's, yeah, it's horrible for my podcast. I get banned from every platform. And yes, it, I've lost most of my friends who think I'm some Nazi anti-vac. I don't even know how they tie in Nazi, but whatever. And then I'm like, there is, you can't just do nothing. If your brain cells are firing and you know something's up, you you have to do something. It's just not, it's not right. So I don't know. Maybe that's why I come back to it. And it will be sweet one day when I really can say I fucking told you so. At the very <laughs> least, maybe my podcast will reap some rewards when I can do like a throwback tour in 20 years with all of my time stamped episodes of the day, month, year, hour, minute, second. And be like, I told you, I told you, maybe then I'll cash in on it. I don't know. But it is kind of just disheartening. But I do think that, I do think it will, whatever. There's a quote from the HBO series about Chernobyl. When he talks about for every lie told, there is a debt to truth incurred. And the longer you go without paying it, and interest builds on it. And it's not like another bank where you can just write it off. It comes out. Sometimes the people responsible for it don't pay. Sometimes they die. 
you can kill all the astronomers. Eventually, it comes out that the Earth is a sphere and not flat, right? It, so it's not necessarily like karmic retribution in this lifetime. But like the truth does come out. Like eventually space travel will be affordable to you and I. And you'll be able to go and look up and stand on the moon and like look at the lunar rover and be like, guess they really did land here. Well, yeah, fuck me. I'm an idiot. I said they didn't. Not me. I, I but you know, you, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, the truth just is. It just is. You can't can't hide it. You can hide it, but it will eventually you'll eventually find out the earth is a sphere. It might take centuries. Kingdoms might rise and fall, but it just is. You can't, you can't hide it. And so I don't know, but eventually the debt will be paid. It might not be paid. And that, you know, that sucks because we want to see justice done by the, the perpetrators, but most of the time it doesn't work out like that. But it, it'll come out. Maybe it's not 2030 or 2050. Or 2070. What about 2120? 2220? Think of what the Civil War was 160 years ago. 160 years from now. Yes, someone somewhere will find this entire thing. Like, oh, Operation Lockstep. They thought this was against. You know, they used to burn people at the stake for bringing this up. Like, and I don't know. We'll move forward. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. But I don't think we can wait a hundred years, though. I mean, we have to make this a better place for our children and grandchildren. You know. Oh, I'm with you. I'm just looking at it as like, eventually it will come out. I'd like for it to come out sooner, and I'd like to say I told you so because I'm an egotistic asshole. But, um, Doctor Biss, I would love to do this again, and maybe next time sure. I'll put aside from some more time. I'm kind of run, running ragged today, but we got to wrap this one up for now. Um, thank you so much for coming on here. I'll text you the episode and let's, let's, let's please do another one and uh, I'll actually shut my mouth and let you talk. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much, Dr. Viss. It was a pleasure having you on. Thank you for listening to my incoherent ranting. That was wonderful. Have a good holiday. Thank you so much. You as well.